Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now Christmas comes during the darkest time of the year. In the West, the darkest day of the year is either December 21st, December 22nd, or 23rd. This means that things turn around beginning December 24th. On Christmas Eve, the darkness begins to flee and the light begins to shine. As Christmas Eve approaches, we remember that salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone and the day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Jesus Christ is the light and he has breathed, he breathed the air of our darkness on that first Christmas morning. With his presence, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. In baptism, we put on Jesus and the darkness of our fleshly desires are drowned. Our darkness is engulfed by the light of Jesus. Christmas reminds us of the death of our darkness and the light of Jesus who came to save us. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of the world. And this is exactly what our text is talking about. Our text this evening and the Ten Commandments that we read are all about walking in the light of Christ. You cannot walk with Jesus while you are walking in the darkness. Darkness may encroach upon you and threaten to snuff out the light of Christ in your life, but Christmas reminds us that no matter how dark or how bad things get, the light of Christ must overcome. Paul writes to the Romans about walking in the light of Christ by saying this. He says, Owe no one anything except to love each other. Except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, or any other commandment, they are summed up with this word. I'm sorry, no. So Paul writes to the Romans about walking in the light of Christ by saying, Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment, they are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Now, this may not be what you expect, but walking with Jesus, walking in the light, means walking in the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are love for God, and they are love for your neighbor. The person who keeps the Ten Commandments is the person who walks in the light. And Jesus 
is love incarnate because he alone does this. Matthew 5.17 says that he is the fulfillment of the law. You and I do not keep the Ten Commandments. In fact, we often turn to darkness and we hide from the Ten Commandments. What do I mean by this? I mean that the Ten, the ten Commandments, the commandment says, do not covet. And yet, we stray from this commandment and we think these things. If I only had my neighbor's money, my neighbor's body, my neighbor's mind, my neighbor's drive, or my neighbor's confidence, then I would be able to do some great things. I would be able to accomplish things, and I'd be at peace. Thoughts like these go, go away from loving my neighbor. They go away from the light. Those thoughts, they lead to darkness, the darkness of envy. Or we may think, I have this urge, and I know that it goes against God's command, which honors the one flesh union of man and woman in marriage. But I don't want to think about fighting this urge right now because this feels right. And so once again, we turn from the light of loving what God has instituted and made for our good. And we turn from him. The problem is we are constantly tempted to turn from the light and it seems like we are always drifting back into darkness and isolation. But here's the thing. The light has come. The light is here. We want the light to shine in our darkness. We don't want to hide from the light, even if some do. We are thankful for the light. In fact, we desire that the light would separ separate us from our darkness and keep us with Jesus. The Catechism says, what does such baptizing with water indicate? It indicates that by daily contrition and repentance, the old Adam in us should, should be drowned and die with all sins and evil desires, and that a new man should daily emerge and arise to walk before God in righteousness and purity forever. Another way of putting this is that we would daily bring the darkness of our sin to light so that our sin would die and the light, all caps, the light, would, would daily take its place. And yet another way of putting it is that we pray that God, by his law of love, would daily expose our hate. And we pray that he would replace our hate with his love, his love that caused him who is sinless to die in our place so that we could be forgiven. We cast off the works of darkness simply by confessing them and exposing them so that we can receive the light of Christ and his forgiveness. The light shines on us when we hear his forgiveness or we read his word. It shines when we eat the bread and drink the wine. And when we receive Jesus and his love for us, 
We can't contain him. We who were darkness, we become light ourselves. For we cannot contain the light in ourselves. It must shine. It must shine for others. The Ten Commandments are no longer rules that we hide from, but rather they're opportunities to show thankfulness to God for what he has done for us. I love because I'm loved. I care for my neighbor because God cares for me. I am not afraid of other people rejecting me because the light of Christ allows me to see that the night is far gone and the day is at hand. In other words, I know that heaven is mine and that there is nothing in this life worthy of me putting my hope in. And I understand that while I remain in this dark world, I am here not for my own sake, but rather I am here for the sake of my neighbor who may not know the light of Jesus yet. And I understand that I am to love them for Jesus' sake so that his light would replace their darkness. I confess my sin when I do other people wrong because I agree with the light of God's law that calls me to respect them. And when I sin against them, I admit it and I tell them, God would not have me do this to you, what I have done, and I am sorry. And when they sin against me, I am quick to forgive them because I want to show them that because of Jesus, there is forgiveness of sins, there is the resurrection of the body, and because of him, there is the life everlasting. And I want them to know that God did not send his son to condemn them. I want them to know that God sent his son so that they could be forgiven. So I want to withhold forgiveness from no one. I want them to see the light of Jesus is nothing to hide from, but rather that this light is the love that God has come to give them, to heal them, to redeem them from all their darkness that isolates them from him and from others. So as the dark of winter and the pressures of your life begin to mount, Remember that Christmas is coming soon. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. He is the light that no darkness can overcome. Take refuge in his unfailing love and he will replace your darkness with the light with the light of his Christ, the light of love for your neighbor. That through you imagine this through you and the people you serve, God will know the light of Christ. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.